I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and We just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay. And I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have who have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny or Alana, whatever you want to call me. Guys, I don't know why I keep doing that. I know that you know who I am, but it's kind of just like ingrained in me right now. So we're going to keep on doing it. Okay. Okay. Anyways, let's just hop right into it. I'm super excited. Today, I'm having Raquel Benita, also known previously as Better Sore Than Sorry, on my podcast. We talk about all things self love, body positivity, overcoming eating disorders, and all that jazz. If the discussion of eating disorders or anything surrounding food, diet, culture, etc., you feel that may trigger you or you know that could trigger you into a negative mindset or in any sort of way, I encourage you to exit out of the podcast or to exit out once I bring Raquel on. And I invite you to listen to another episode. I have plenty of other episodes that don't dive into these topics that may be sensitive, but I just wanted to give this little trigger warning just so you know and you don't go into this blindsided. But anyways, let's get into my weekly intention. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have noticed this past week I took a break on Instagram and I didn't post anything on, I think it was it was Tuesday. I didn't post anything at all. I removed it from my homepage. Like, know how you can make your apps still on your phone, but just not on your homepage. Like, you can press remove from homepage. I did that. So I took the time off Instagram. I wasn't posting at all. And it made me realize how much more time I had and how much better I felt mentally when I wasn't on Instagram scrolling and constantly checking how many likes I had on this, how many views I had on this, who had viewed this, and so on, and how many DMs, whatever. So I've decided I want to spend less time on social media. I still want to be on it. I do enjoy it, but I think I was spending too much time on it, especially with quarantine and COVID and all of that. I've had a lot more time to mindlessly scroll and be less present in my life. So my weekly intention once again, is to spend less time on social media. This brings me into the tip of the week, and that is to be intentional with the time I spend scrolling. So I believe I put this as a tip of the week or weekly intention way back when, when we started the podcast, so probably back in November or December, not too long ago, but it's really important to be intentional with the time you spend scrolling, and it's so easy to just mindlessly scroll and not even realize what content you're consuming. So I encourage you and I'm going to try to keep myself accountable, but it's to be really mindful and intentional with what I'm looking at and being aware of it and having self-awareness around that and to be intentional with the amount of time. So be aware of the amount of time I'm spending on these social social media platforms. So I'm really going to lock in to my social media time limits and to be aware when I am on the applications and encourage myself to stay off of them as much as I can. Okay, so you guys are super lucky and you got another what my therapist said this week. Yay. I went to therapy today for you. It's last Thursday, but it is currently Thursday and I'm recording. So it is fresh in my head and hopefully repeating it out loud in this medium helps me remember it and keep it front of mind. But other people's choices and actions are not a reflection of you. I'm going to repeat that again. Other people's actions and choices 
and let me add behaviors are not a reflection of you. It is really easy to think, especially in a relationship or a friendship with someone, that the way they act in a certain situation, maybe it's an argument, maybe it's a breakup, whatever it may be, it's really easy to draw the conclusion that it is a reflection of you and your behavior and your actions. And that's not always true. A lot of the time, they have a lot of things going on inside of their head. And just like you do, they have it in their head. And you really need to separate that from yourself and know that it is not a reflection of who you are as a person. And then the second thing that she said is to change the narrative. So change the narrative that you are telling yourself. You are not your circumstances and you can change your story. You can change your narrative. And I encourage you to really focus on changing your narrative, especially if you feel like you're in this cycle, this endless cycle of repeating the same sort of actions and behaviors and events with different people in your lives. Maybe reflect on why you think that keeps happening and change that narrative by changing your mindset and acknowledging that their behaviors are not a reflection of you and that you can change that. Now onto my favorite part of my segments and it's my current faves. These are the things that I'm loving. So I've gotten really back into lifting. I really been liking doing Leah's workouts, my hot ass producers. And also I've been really liking Tamara Fitness. She has both a TikTok and an Instagram, maybe a YouTube. I'm not sure, but I really like her workouts and I've even started to create my own, which you can find under my workouts highlight. If no one else is tagged, it is my own workout. But if someone else is tagged, it is their workout. And on the theme of workouts, I've also been into running. Like, who would have thought Lanny was into running? Yeah, so I'm into running. I mean, I'm not like out here running 5Ks, you know? But I've been really into doing HIT intervals. I guess like HIT is an interval in itself. But I guess running intervals or sprint intervals while doing my warm-up. So I'll do about 10 minutes is like my little sweet spot. And I'll walk for 30 seconds and then I'll run for 30 seconds. And occasionally within there, I'll run at least one time for like a minute to 90 seconds. Today, I actually did three minutes. I don't know what came over me, but I've been really enjoying it. And okay, I'm going to sound really crazy right now, but bear with me. I promise you, I'm onto something. When you are running, you are going to mentally shout, Or if you really feel comfortable, you can shout it out loud. It might be hard because you're focusing on your breathing. But you're going to mentally shout out yourself. Positive affirmations. I kid you not, you can run forever when you are screaming mentally or out loud positive affirmations at yourself. And if you're not sure what positive affirmations you want to scream at yourself, or you can kindly say them. I like to scream them, you know, in my head mentally. My dad would think I'm insane if I was yelling them out loud. But... And I probably wouldn't be able to breathe. But you can say, I'm enough. I am deserving. I am strong. I'm intelligent. Actually, I can. I am not my circumstances. I can rewrite my story. I am rewriting my story. I can. I'm capable. I'm worthy of love. I am loved. And the list goes on. You can find so many different positive affirmations online. You can search them for different topics like self-love, self-esteem, all the good stuff. But anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap up this little intro and bring Rack onto the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy and let's chat. So I'm here with Raquel, previously known as Better Sore Than Sorry. Welcome to Morning Ray, Rack. Thank you. 
So so excited to be here. (laughs) I'm excited to have you on. So for those that don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? So I am Raquel. I am 22 and I am from Toronto, Ontario. And I'm a Leo. We're both Leos. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) Our birthdays (laughs) are one day apart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We love it. Maybe that's why we vibe so much, fellow Leos. Yes. (laughs) A little backstory of how we met. We both went to Laurier together, but I think it was like our pages that like brought us together. Like I remember I was following you and your page was actually what made me want to start a page because I was following you from like my personal. So. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny how like things align. Yeah. I remember that we met because you're younger than me. So we were never in the same program, but I think we just like saw each other a few times and we like met at the gym for the first time and I was like oh my god Lanny (laughs) yes and then we used to go to um spin um yes hustle and flow right that's what it's called it's so long yeah it's like a whole other life (laughs) oh my god I know look at us now we're enjoying life and thriving so yes so tell me and like the followers the listeners what are you up to now so you're done at Laurier because you're a year older than me so you graduated what have you been up to this past year give us like a little rundown yeah so I graduated from Laurier in kinesiology in May 2020 and then COVID began so I wasn't really sure what I was going to do I knew I wanted to go to nutrition school which is where I'm at right now I'm at a holistic nutrition school in Toronto which I'm loving and I switched over my page from, as you said, it used to be called Better Sore Than Sorry. Now it's just my name or Calvinita because I just wasn't feeling those vibes anymore. I've converted it from like a fitness health page to a body positivity health page and I'm just living for it. And yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. I feel really good in where I'm at right now, just like reaching my goal in my career, hopefully to graduate in July from holistic nutrition and then to continue on Instagram. And oh, and I also work at Cocoa Market right now, which is a local convenience store for like healthy, cute snacks in Toronto. I love how you said cute snacks. (laughs) Healthy, cute snacks. (laughs) (laughs) They're just aesthetic, you know, it's all the ones you want to Instagram. But actually, though, um, okay. So what has your experience been like studying nutrition and everything and kind of maybe not necessarily taking like the typical like registered dietitian route, but going like an alternative route? Like what has that been like? Has it opened your eyes to so many different things, especially coming from like a fitness, like quote unquote influencer standpoint, you're exposed to so many different things to deal with diet culture and fad diets. And now you're getting like the real education behind it. Like what has it been like for you? And has there been any moments that have been like, wow, like this is really eye opening? Yeah, for sure. So I'm definitely loving it. At some times I'm doing it. I didn't even give a background about who I am, but pretty much. So I was always a heavier girl and I was always into fitness. Like my mom always made me work out when I was a kid and like do dance class and I played sports, but I was always heavy. And in grade 12, I went to a nutritionist and I lost 60 pounds and I was super happy because it was prom and boys were giving me attention and all that stuff that I feel like young kids yearn for or at least I did and then I developed an eating disorder I had orthorexia a very severe case of it and 
that was what took me into first year university. And that's when I realized that I wanted to, or maybe it was actually closer to my recovery. I went to see a therapist, started to recover. I'm just giving you the fast track. Like mm-hmm. it's much, it's, it took much longer than this, but yes. I'll just spare you the time. And then that's when I realized that I wanted to become a nutritionist. And I didn't do much research into what I wanted to do. My mom was trying to push for me to become a dietitian just because it's more scientific based and it can take you into more like serious jobs. But I don't know why holistic nutrition just like grasped my eye. And so that's where I'm at right now. I personally chose this route because of like you said, I see all the people on Instagram who are dietitians and who are nutritionists. And I got to like sort of compare and contrast them. And I just thought that holistic nutrition was so up my alley because I can take it in so many different directions and I want to specialize in eating disorders and adolescents, especially girls, because I know what it's like to be a young girl trying to lose weight or trying to find a healthy lifestyle. And yeah, I just want to take my experiences and put them onto others in a positive way. Yeah. (laughs) Do you plan to open up like a practice and take on clients or do you plan to go more like the health coach vibe that you kind of see all over social media like is there do you have a plan for when you graduate yeah so I definitely want to work somewhere first just to get experience gain clients get my foot in the door without having to experiment with my own money and then hopefully open my own clinic I want a multidisciplinary clinic meaning maybe I'll have a little store and my practice and hire other nutritionists and doctors and physio and chiro and all that good healthy stuff maybe like a multi-level thing. I don't know. I have this vision in my head. (laughs) And I don't know. I think it would be so cool just to like have this place for people to go to. And I don't only want to specialize in kids. Obviously, I personally want to see mainly kids, but uh, I'll like everyone's obviously welcome. So I think it would just be a cool one-stop shop for health in the city. I live in Toronto, as I said, and I don't really think we have that here yet. So I think that would be super cool. Yeah, I don't personally want to practice online just because I don't know where online is going in the next few years or 10 or 20 years. And I want this practice for the majority of my life. Uh, So yeah. I love that. And so you mentioned that you struggled with orthorexia, not that it doesn't ever come up again. It's not like it's a one all like cure. But how has your experience been in recovery? Were you formally diagnosed? Was it more like a self-diagnosis between like you and your mom and like your close friends and family? What has this whole journey been like? I didn't think I had an eating disorder. I just thought that I was like super into exercising and eating healthy. And then I went to my therapist who specializes in eating disorders. And she told me that I had orthorexia. She was like, you have an eating disorder. And I denied it. And she said, I know you never want to hear this. And I'm not going to tell you you have it because that oftentimes makes it worse in your head. But on the path that you're going, you're going to develop worse things. And right now you have orthorexia. And I was very open to hearing that because I'm definitely a realist. And I knew what was going on wasn't okay because I would cry all the time and be anxious and depressed and tell my mom, like, I don't know what's going on, but something's happening. And then to pinpoint it as an eating disorder just made full sense. And yeah, so I think it brought me to where I am. I think that was your question. I'm just like, my head's everywhere right now. I love this. Yeah, so it brought me to where I am because at the beginning when I started recovery, and like you said, recovery is not a linear thing. Like it ha- it has its days and moments and I go in and out of restrictive thoughts and, you know, binging and stuff like that because I'm just human and that's how it goes. But when I started my recovery, I thought, I know that I'm not the only person who has gone through this. And I think that my story can resonate with so many other people. And I'm not only 
sticking to women. Like I talked to everybody about it, but thought that like, who am I to hold in my story when I am such a positive person on social and I would love to, you know, like talk about it and let, let people know that they're normal when they have this and that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and just asking for help is such a hard thing, but it's the best thing that you can do. And I'm here and so many people, you know, can get through it. Was it scary opening up about it on social media for the first time? Yeah, for sure. I think it was especially scary for me because like you said, my Instagram page only really shifted during quarantine. And I I think I'd maybe mentioned therapy and eating disorder recovery a few times when it was better sore than sorry, but I was sort of like hiding when it was that account closer to the end, not so much, but like when I was at Laurier, it was, I was trying to like, you know, the classic Instagram, like take all the good pictures and sometimes pretend that I was happy when I wasn't. And so to shift that, a full 180 and just start talking about being anxious and depressed and having orthorexia and all this stuff. It was definitely scary. And I was scared that I would get not backlash because I don't think my, my, my community is like that, but just, I don't know, to hear people's comments about it or I don't know, sometimes I'm scared that I could be triggering to somebody, you know, because I know that when I was in that vulnerable state, anything on Instagram would would like make me shift my mindset. And if somebody said, oh, like you can't eat a banana, I would just stay away from bananas, for example. So it's like those little things. So I was like, maybe my story is triggering and I don't want to set somebody off. But I think it's doing a lot more good than harm. So it's worth it. Okay, so for me, I've never been formally diagnosed with anything I do think I was like on the path to being like orthorexic or I could have been orthorexic like I know at one point like food and like what I was putting into my body and how I looked and what I was doing at the gym every single day like totally consumed my mind and ironically it was really when I was at Laurier and on my Instagram page I always portrayed like that I was happy when I really wasn't like I was anxious and like I felt like I was in a really toxic place and I was constantly trying to get the number on the scale to go lower and I thought I was intuitive eating but I, <laughs> I was not intuitive eating and I was so easily influenced and it's kind of crazy how for both of us it happened at like the same points in our lives. Yeah. I remember I remember watching you sorry to interrupt you but I I remember and I was still in it because you started it oh no you started it when I was in recovery but I remember when you would post your salmon burgers and your energy balls and like no judgment of course I love salmon burgers from Nordtown but I just remember that some of the things you would do I was like because you were trying to lose freshman 15 and I I saw some of that of course I did I think that once you've been through an eating disorder or you know, like you caught yourself in disordered thoughts, you can see other people and read their, their actions, you know. So um, of course, like everybody runs their course, and it takes time for them to realize. But yeah, part of me realized that you were going through something. And you also admitted it, you've admitted it in the past, you know. Yeah. And now I like, notice it in my friends too. like, if they are having like disordered habits or anything, like, I pick up on it. It's crazy. Like once you come out of the haze, like being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly 
a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. You can see so much clearer and you're able to like realize like what you were doing that wasn't necessarily the healthiest mentally or physically and your triggers are no longer like things that trigger you to push into it but more things like that want to pull you out of it I don't know how to explain it but like you you're so much more aware of the things that you used to do and you pick up on that and others I've always been a very observant person and so like now I see those things and that's why I'm so careful about who I follow on Instagram, on TikTok and whatnot. Like, I'm not afraid to press on TikTok. Like, if you hold on the screen, you can press I'm not interested and TikTok will stop showing you that content. So if I ever somehow like the wrong video and TikTok suddenly thinks that I want to see all this diet culture shit, I, I'm not scared to press I'm not interested and like not like that so that it stops showing me that, which is something I probably wouldn't have done in the past because I probably would have gotten so consumed with that person's content. Oh, 100%. I wrote that in my my post yesterday. I do like a weekly roundup now of memes or like different things that I'm loving on Instagram. And I said in the caption, I was like, my saved folder on Instagram has drastically changed over the year. It used to be really skinny girls in bathing suits for motivation and quick hacks about how to make like certain recipes that were for weight loss and all this stuff. And now it's like body image and self-love and nails and like, I don't know, more positive things that make me feel good versus things that I a thought I had to save and be things that would like hype up and trigger me to be in that eating disorder mentality. So I just think that, yeah, we've both come so far. And the fact that you can realize it is like, the best thing ever because once you realize it and you're not in denial anymore that's when you can like fully move on and recover and get better and yeah it's just amazing growth growth baby (laughs) it's a thing amen (laughs) so true yes and if you feel like you might be struggling in some sort of capacity right now just know that there's so many resources and i'll put them in the show notes below and you can check out raquel's page like she gives so much good information and Um, There's so many other accounts that are along that too. So you can totally fill up your Instagram and your social medias with good role models and good thoughts and positive encouragement. Every morning, Raquel, you come onto Instagram stories and you show us the real deal. You show us what a real human body looks like. So maybe tell us a little bit about that. Maybe the listeners that don't know. Yeah. So I love that you just said that. I got the shivers. Um, So I made a, I made a routine for myself because I feel like everybody has their morning routine. And for me, I just couldn't get onto journaling or making a green tea or whatever people are doing. Like it works for you. Like for you, you always journal and show us your prompts. And that's, I love that. But I personally can't get behind journaling. I just, I just can't. So 
I decided that meditating doesn't work for me. A, B, and C doesn't work for me. And getting up and putting on a workout outfit or like a, a matching set, that's my new thing. I love it. Um, <laughs> and standing in front of my mirror and just like looking at myself and praising my body and loving it first thing in the morning is what sets the tone for the day. So I used to just post like a classic mirror selfie with my whole body and just like story that. And then I realized that I was like, popping my booty back or like making my legs look smaller or doing things to like distort my body so I could like hide from my followers. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, it's not good for my mental health, not good for them because I would always get comments like, oh, your obliques are on fleek or this. And I'm like, well, if only you saw my back fat, you know? So, and that's something I'm super insecure about my back fat. And like, I'll admit it. It's, it's more about body neutrality than body positivity. Like I always say, I'm not always body positive. So I started recently to do like a front pose, like I do always. And then and now I, I post to the side and I call it angles. I like hashtag angles and I show like my like the side view because that's such a different view. And I think that everybody should get full angles. And when you're on social, you don't get that. People always choose to show you what they want. And yeah, that's okay because it's their page. But just for the followers, especially my community who is reaching out for body positivity, self-love, all that good content. Um, I just think that for me to be transparent is like my job and my purpose. And it makes me feel so much better. Now I'm like, who cares if I have back fat? And if my if I have cellulite, like that's who I am. And so that's my morning routine. And I love it. And it makes me feel good. <laughs> I love it too. And it's actually encouraged me, especially when I'm filming my vlogs, like it's more so on my YouTube channel, because you got like a full picture of me, you got me at all angles. Like I used to cut out all the shots where I had a role where I didn't think I looked quote unquote skinny enough or fit enough because I'm supposed to be like this fitness and health influencer and now like I have shots of like me like journaling and I'm sitting and of course like I'm hunched over yes I shouldn't be hunched over my book but I have roles and that's not going to stop me from keeping that clip in because I want to show that I'm journaling and it shouldn't matter that my body isn't perfectly posed at every single moment like that is just not realistic and like that is not human and there's actually I don't know if you've seen this trend but there is a trend I know you did like the half filter one um where you go in and out of the filter on like Instagram reels and TikTok but there's another one where it's like you're super done up and then it's like this isn't real and then it shows like up close like textured skin on your face or acne or like leg hair like because we're told that we can't have hair on our legs like that's a really good <laughs> that's a really good trend that I've been liking I don't know and like I don't even know these girls that are posting it but it's it's making me feel more comfortable about myself and like for sure accept every part of me and that it doesn't look perfectly airbrushed every two seconds a hundred percent and like I slowly started to use less filters I just like have an addiction to this one filter called diet coke started using it because <laughs> I recently <laughs> because five months ago when I started nutrition school I decided to give up diet coke cold turkey because I'm an addict and so I was looking up funny memes about diet coke to like get me through my journey and then I saw this filter and it was it's actually stunning. Like I personally love it. So I've been using it, but it really does blur your face and like make it texture. Like there's no texture to your face. Like it's just blurred. So I've been slowly trying to not use that. And it's, it does make you feel better. Like when you post a, a selfie without a filter and people are like, we love to see this natural skin. And like you have red cheeks and, and pimples and for like beauty marks. Like it's just so refreshing because none of us have that perfect skin and eyelashes and all this stuff. And 
yeah, I just think that we sort of fell into Instagram and like social so quick and all this stuff came out. And when you look in the mirror at night or in the morning and you're by yourself without Instagram, you're like, damn, this is how I look. And you have to feel good about that. So I think, you know, breaking down all these standards and norms and filters and all this stuff is just so important yeah uh, for me I don't know for the longest time I thought it was so like the fact that I thought this was weird I thought it was so weird that I preferred how I looked on like if I was going to take a selfie without the filter and I felt like I had to put a filter on because everyone was putting filters on and it was like the cool thing to do filters but then I saw I saw you but then I also saw Kayla be well with Kayla like all her posts whether they most of the time they're not of her like she tries to keep herself out of it she also went to like holistic school whatever and even if it was just like a photo of her coffee like I don't know I just loved how like natural and real it looked without the filter on it and so like I've started to focus and like make an effort to stop using so many filters whether it be on my photos that I'm putting in my feed or pictures that I'm taking on my stories and don't get me wrong it is really fun to play around with the filters I really like that Diet Coke filter too (laughs) it's really ironic that it's called Diet Coke for you but (laughs) (laughs) people are like why the hell do you use this filter I'm like just try it and you'll you'll you know the answer (laughs) but yeah it's so cute but like you were saying when you journal and like you sit and you have rules when you're slunched over I I was talking to my brother a few weeks ago because I'm trying to like you know slowly educate my family on body positivity and self-love and all this stuff and because they have like very old traditional views and so did I until a few maybe like last year or something and he was saying how like I try sometimes to like make myself look overly body positive and I'll like slunch over when I'm wearing a bikini just so I have extra rolls and I'm like well no I don't do that but I'm just showing people because he was like when you stand up Raquel and you're in a bathing suit you don't have rolls when you're standing and I was like yeah well that's just not how my body works but when I'm sitting I do and when people are like in the summer they won't sit on the beach they'll stand up or they'll lie down because they don't want to show their rolls and I'm just showing them that like it's okay to sit and have rolls I swear 99.9% of people have roles when they sit. So I'm just trying to like portray that. So yeah, like you said, when you sit, you have roles. And I think it's just so important to bring that out on Instagram. Like we all know, we're all aware that we have roles, but it's like people only pose in the best possible poses and angles. So if I can just pose and have a role and then like that 16 year old girl who's seeing that post is like, oh my God, I feel so much better about myself. That's all I ever wanted. I love that. And I just remember like in previous summers when like because you would have like boy girl swim parties or even if it's just like (laughs) (laughs) even if it's just girls you know the type of pool parties I'm talking about like the ones where you're drinking and you're by the pool and everyone is checking out each other but then at the same time you're so consumed by what your body looks like and you're sitting by the pool with your feet in it and you have the drink like nearby and you're like leaning back so that and you're sucking in so that you don't have the rolls and so you you look like you have the perfectly flat stomach and when you're standing you're sucking in and like you didn't eat too much that day because you didn't want to be bloated when you're in your bikini and you wanted to look small and like I've learned that like everyone is like so focused on themselves so just be confident in whatever the heck your body looks like grab your favorite bathing suit 
and be present in the moment because you're going to remember the memories. You don't want to remember being so anxious and like nervous and like self-conscious about like what your body looks like because at the end of the day, we're all human and we're with each other because we enjoy each other's company, not how we look. At least I'd hope not. Exactly. And I just, I always think back to like, so many of us miss out on life. Like you said, enjoy the moment. And we're so focused on our body. Like, what is the point? If you're only going to be worried about what you look like 24 seven, then you might as well stay home and not go out because then you're not even enjoying the time with your friends. Like if you're going to go to a restaurant and be worried about how you look and not eat what you want. And if you're going to go to that pool party and you're going to be sucking in the whole time and not interact or mingle with people, like what's the point, you know? So letting loose of those constant thoughts and that toxicity makes all the difference. And I know that when you're in the moment, it's so hard to see the outside. But like right now, both of us, I mean, I'm speaking for both of us, because I know that we both can like we both have known what it's like to just worry about what our body looks like and like, make sure that our biceps are popping and our (laughs) and our bums look good and our abs look good and all this stuff. And it's just like so draining. And it's so tiring. And we both had anxiety. It's like no shit, we had anxiety because all our mind and our body was thinking about was how can we lose weight? How can we eat healthy all this stuff, you know, so it's just like, yes, it's good to have goals. And it's okay to want this is what I always I always like find a balance because it's okay to want to have goals. It's okay to want to change your body. But it's like in this moment in time, if you can just love your body and let go of that negativity, that's all that you can do. And that's that's the best that you can do. Yes. And like it's so important to learn to love yourself at every size because I've been there and I'm sure, Raquel, you've been there. You've gotten smaller. You've lost the weight, yet you're still not happy. It's never going to be enough. You're never going to be satisfied. You're always going to want more, more, more. And if you learn to love yourself where you are right now, even if you have those goals, and it's totally okay, like Raquel said, to have those goals, like I want to grow more muscle, like I want to get stronger, whatever those goals may be, you need to learn to love yourself right now because that mindset isn't just going to instantly come the moment like you hit that PR or you hit whatever goal you're working towards. It's just going to crawl and follow along with you if you don't catch it right away and 100 percent yeah it's it's like a never-ending hamster wheel and like a snowball it's like you have you get to your goal weight which like I think we both did and I I was like okay like what's the next goal weight like there's never a time when it's enough and it's like you go to the gym for one hour a day and then you stop reaching you like you plateau and then you have to restrict more food and you have to exercise more and it's like when does it end it's like so draining and and it's just it's so nice such a nice feeling to just be and feel good in your body and you know it's not an everyday occurrence some days some weeks I'm like fuck I hate my body and I want it to change and then some weeks I'm like I'm amazing and what I'm learning (laughs) in school is that none of it matters like yes of course I I don't I do not support obesity I don't promote obesity I mean but I also don't promote the other end of the scale I just promote healthy living and if that is for you a physical health or mental health or whatever it is like just be who you are and enjoy your life and I don't even know what I'm saying but I'm just like I'm so (laughs) passionate about this stuff I'm like just just embrace who you are and like know that your body is not does not define you you are like you said people are friends with you or people date you or people like you because of you and I saw a meme last week and it was like you die nobody remembers you for being skinny and I'm like 
that is everything because we're always worried. Like mm -hmm. I need to lose weight for my wedding. I need to lose weight for when I have kids. I have to do this and this and this. And I'm like, people remember you for being a nice person, for being genuine, for being funny, whatever it is. And nobody remembers you for wearing a size 26 jeans, you know? So like move on sister. Yeah, no one at your funeral is going to be like, oh, my God, like, I miss Raquel, like, and she was a size two, and, like, she weighed this, like, no one's going to say that. Like, no. No, no one even Nobody. knows unless you tell them. Like, no one knows. No one knows what... And, like, getting over the jean size thing, like, no one knows what size jeans you're wearing. Forget the label. If you have to have, like, your mom or your friend go with you and grab the jeans for you and then cut the label off so you don't see the number, like do it like wear clothes that make you feel comfortable I remember I used to just I was so caught up in being a zero or an extra smaller being like the smallest size possible and I would try to fit into it even like I did get there but then I started to put back on the weight and I was upset that I no longer fit into these clothes and I refused to go and get jeans that fit me like I actually ripped my jeans like they ripped getting into the car <laughs> Oh my god, literally me, Lanny. I freaking went to <laughs> I went to work for the first time right after well, COVID's still happening, but like I went like once things opened up and I wore jeans and I they literally I storied it on Instagram. They fucking ripped when I got out of the car. And but... I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> It was when I was working at Flourish, I was getting into the car, it was at the end of the day, and they were the Zara jeans. In fact, I'm wearing, like, the bigger size of them right now. They're the classic, like, TRF, <laughs> like. <laughs> so cute. They ripped all the way down the butt, like. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? And, like, all there is to do is laugh about it because it's not a big deal. Like, it's a pair of jeans, and sizing is the dumbest thing ever because in one store, you could be a size 26 and then the other story you could be a size 29 and that can fuck up your mental do we swear on this podcast yes you can swear as much as you want okay <laughs> i'm like i already said it but whatever <laughs> that can fuck up your mental sanity so much like i remember i wore a side like i wore my jeans and they were like tight but they were fine and then i ripped them like i just said and i bought a new pair and they didn't fit me and i was like what and it's because they stretched and I bought two sizes bigger and I'm living for them but I'm like like I used to be a size 28 when I lost so much weight and now I'm just like not and I used to be like oh my god I can't wait to get to 27 and 26 and I was just like god forbid that's so fucking toxic it's literally a number and there's nothing wrong if you are those sizes just wear clothes that you feel comfortable and confident in and forget about the number the number is just a number it is a man-made construct just wear what makes you feel comfortable and don't connect your worth and your value to a number on the scale a number on your clothes whatever size clothes you are you are so so much more than that and yeah no one has to know i feel like that tiktok <laughs> no one's gonna know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah geez that's such a good one but yeah like I, I was mentioning sizes I did not mean to shame anyone I'm just talking relativity like if you whatever size you are and you want to get smaller and smaller and smaller like it's just it's a toxic life everyone's wearing low-rise jeans now I'm just like I no. never asked for this trend I never asked for this no. Where am I going to hide all my shit? I have to fucking pull that shit up high-waisted. Just wear the jeans that make you feel comfortable. The last time I wore low-rise jeans was in grade 12. I'm in 
senior year fourth year university that is not happening I don't know unless I get like some like new blown strength of confidence to wear low-rise jeans you will not catch me in them but watch me in a few months somehow be in them I don't know (laughs) I was literally just gonna say I could picture you buying them like yesterday from Princess Polly like I just know you're gonna have them like I saw Olivia Jade (laughs) Olivia Jade was wearing them in TikToks and I'm like why do I want these? I know I'm going to hate them the second I get them, but I really want them, but I know I'm not going to like them. <laughs> That's like everything on TikTok, though. Like some of these things are so fugly and then I'm like, I need it, though. You know, furry bucket hats. Like, I don't know oh why my God. I want one. Let's order and split shipping. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm definitely I mean, like, I don't think I can get behind the low rise jeans trend but like who knows maybe you'll see me this summer rocking them it's good for the reels you know like I could make a bomb ass tiktok with those <laughs> do it I for the tiktok <laughs> honestly like can I buy it from Zara and then return them keep this keep the tag on no one's gonna see it no one's gonna know <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god okay so we're gonna start to wrap it up this has been so much fun rack and you're welcome to come back anytime But what is one piece of advice, as if you didn't give enough advice in this podcast, but what is one piece of advice (laughs) that you want to leave? I'm like, I don't think I have any (laughs) more. It can be something you already said, but just like one piece of advice that like if they didn't listen to anything in the podcast and they chose to listen right now, like what would you tell them? Like what would you tell like your future daughter or like a sister or something or anyone? Um. My advice is a few sentences. So first of all, to be patient with yourself and know that self-love and body positivity or body neutrality does not happen overnight. And it's a lifelong journey and that there's so much more to life, weight loss, than worrying about your body, than fitting into your jeans, than all of these things combined. And once you start to realize that and once you start to appreciate your body is when you really start to live life and understand how good it is on the other side. And I love you all. And you should follow me on Instagram because this is not a shameless plug, but because if you are struggling right now, you don't have to follow me, but you can, you can stalk me. If, if you are struggling right now with whatever it is, mental health, eating disorders, body image, I am here to support you and you can send me a DM and I will hype you up and I will explain to you why it's so important to be easy on yourself and to give yourself time, but to also have goals and push through for your mental health and to seek out help if you need it. I love that. And just give your full handle, like plug yourself out. This is where you are meant to promo. And I think you guys should all follow Raquel. So, oh my God. So, um, yeah, I am, (laughs) I am on Instagram, my Instagram handle. (laughs) Sorry. Let me just wait for Lanny to stop laughing. (laughs) So my, my, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. If you want to follow me, this is what you're going to get. It's pretty funny. But um, yeah, my Instagram handle is <laughs> we're on FaceTime right now and she's literally laughing into her sleeve. My Instagram account is Raquel Benita, R-A-Q-U-E-L-B-E-N-I-T-A-H. Same for TikTok and Clubhouse. I'm not really active on TikTok. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I'm not like Lanny. I haven't figured it out, you know, but But Instagram is the place to see me. So, yes. Yes, I love that. And go follow her. 
don't be afraid to DM her no matter what it is. She can help give you some wisdom and if you ever feel like you need help from a professional or anything, I'll always have the resources linked in the show notes, of course, and you can even DM me. But thank you so much for coming on the pod and you're welcome to come back anytime. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I love that we like literally planned this yesterday, but I will definitely be back. Yes. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support the pod. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.